Hi everyone, I'm Jake Namsha, and you're listening to the Lamb Fam and Friends Podcast. All right, everyone, we are back. Uh, this is uh, 16, 17, something like that episode, and we are here with Austin Boone. What up, man? What's up? How you doing? And then also, oh, as wow. always, yep, Rebecca <laughs> is here as well. So um, we are going to do just a coach spotlight on Austin. He's uh, actually, I think, the last one to do a coach spotlight. Ooh, Probably. Right? Yeah, yep. I think. Um, yeah, because I know Ellie, ACU, yep, and even Judd before she was oh, on the Oh, wow. But well, I'm Judd sorry. probably deserved it. So. I'm sorry. So anyways, um, yeah, we're going to do a little coach spotlight, and then, may, I don't know, we're just going to. See where the wind blows. See, We're see where it takes. Shoot the breeze. Shoot the breeze. Will. If you will. If you will. Um, so, awesome. For people who don't know you, give them an outburst. This just always makes me laugh because of when I asked Rebecca to do this. <laughs> it was just, it landed on completely deaf ears and it was crickets. It was just like, uh, okay. Give people who don't know you. A little you, more than my name. Yeah, a little more than your name. I'll try my from, best. And where you work now. Because that was all I got out of her. Um, yeah, so just let them know a little bit where you're from, you know, uh, yeah, where you went to school, all that kind of stuff. All right, yeah, so I'm Austin. Uh, I'm the guy that's here 14 hours a day. Uh, so if you're ever wondering who that is, it's me. Uh, I grew up here in Birmingham, uh, Mountain Brook specifically. I've uh, been here my whole life. Went to school at Sanford, so just down the road. Uh, majored in accounting. Um, and don't use that degree and plan to never use it again. Um, and currently, I uh, have three jobs. Uh, work at UPS. Um, luckily, my last day is Saturday there, so that I could take, <laughs> so I could take the full time morning position here, coaching at Laminen. Cats and, out of the bag. <laughs> and then I also work um, with Sean or Ellie's <laughs> husband, as most of us know him. <laughs> Um, or her less less fit half, um, and work with his older clientele at Masters Performance. If you follow him on Instagram, you've probably seen it. So, yeah, cool. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, so since everyone knows, Austin is coming on board on Monday, uh, be full time, and so he'll be taking over the 5 a.m., 6 a.m., and the 8:30 a.m. Uh, every morning run some specialty classes stuff like that doing some things on the weekend so we're really excited about that and um yeah it's great for us to have two i mean um for the most part full-time coaches at laminin we're very blessed to be able to have that uh in rebecca and boone so tell me a little bit about how you found crossfit uh, actually back up okay <laughs> what okay shifted what uh like did you play any sports or anything like that growing up, like active, anything like that? What? I did. So I played baseball all growing up, um, and I played pitcher and second base or middle infield. Um, so, yeah, the super douchey guy, if I'm allowed to say that. We can bleep it out. Um, and then I played football some in high school, didn't really care for it, um, so then uh, stopped to really focus on baseball. Um, also taking karate mm-hmm. uh, in middle school. So I have my black belt. So Do you really? I really do. So I took it for like six years. So impressive. Um, I'll, maybe I'll start coaching in it. Yeah. Um, and then uh, other than that, um, yeah, those are really the only sports that I played growing up. Uh, didn't play any sports or anything in college. 
Um, <clears throat> and then as far as CrossFit goes, if you want me to segue into that. Yeah. Um, so in college, um, I guess I was missing the, um, the structure of like practices for those sports that we used to have and just fitness in general. Um, so, and just going to, um, like the workout facility at Sanford just wasn't really cutting it. Um, so I tried out, if anyone here from Sanford is listening, you need to up your game on your workout facility. That's all I'm saying for the, gen- for the students, <laughs> the sports stuff, y'all are great no, students, not really that but students, it's, it's gotta, it's gotta do better. So yeah, so I went, um, and tried out, am I allowed to say another gym's name? All right, so uh, no, no, don't. All right, never mind. So I went to a, a another gym, um, and tried it out for like a free week. Uh, I think it was my sophomore year of college, and really enjoyed it. Um, my first workout was Fran. I think it took me like eight minutes. Um, it's actually not bad for your first time. Yeah. Fran. And then, uh, so I did that for the that free week and like loved it, but <clears throat> couldn't afford to keep doing it. Uh, so I was like, well, that was fun while it lasted. Um, and then, um, started going again, uh, cause I had like an internship slash job my senior year. So I went back to that same gym for about two months, um, and worked out there with Julia Stever, um, previously Julia Nickel at the time. Go um, <clears throat> cause we lived like two minutes from each other. So we would carpool there every now and then. Uh, and then that's when she, I think, started talking to and or dating Ben, her current husband. Go and her current husband. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, whatever. <laughs> so um, then she was like, hey, Ben and Nick just opened up a new gym. Do you want to come try it out with me? So we went over there and tried it. I think it was like the second week after they opened and been at Lamin and ever since. Wow. So that would have been back in 2015, 16? Yeah. No, no, well, no, your no, shirt no. say established in 2015, but I feel like it was the end of 2014. I don't know. It was in October of, I, I thought it was 2014. No, yeah. it's probably, it's, we're not five years old yet. Like, I think this year will make five years. So it would have been 2015. Like, uh, yeah, it I very think, well could have been. I, I don't think, remember. I, but you're right. I could be wrong. I have um, a question. Are we going to throw a rager for our five year birthday party? Is that for me or Jake? We probably have different answers. <laughs> you needed to find a rate for me. <laughs> Can I first. play in the party? No. Yeah, that's as long problem. as the music's not too loud. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, we will. We'll do something big for five years. Because yeah. that would be yeah, that'll be that would be fun. And it's always around October. October. I'm pretty sure it's we September do a October. Five year Halloween. Oh. Five year Halloween party. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be fun. Yeah. Um Okay. So you were like one of the first members then at Lamin. Yeah, I think I was like number five, I think. So, and all the rest are gone. So I'm the only OG left. Mm-hmm. RIP to the rest of them. Yes. And so, I mean, that, that's cool. You've been around now for, I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> <laughs> you've, been around now, you've been around now for four or five years through Laminin. And you've obviously seen it go through a lot of changes, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. Yeah, how's that been to just kind of watch that? Like, if you were one of the first ones, I'm sure when you were going, 
hardly anyone in class, all that kind of stuff, and it's grown and it's moved and all that. Yeah, what does that look like? Yeah, so for all my 12 o'clockers here, it was pretty much like that every day for every class. Um, it was the coach and, like, three of us. Um, but, I mean, I loved the workouts, loved the facility, loved the equipment, so I kept going. Um, and then I remember Ben um, came up to me and Julia one day, and, again, at this time, I was, like, I was still struggling to pay for a membership. <clears throat> and so he was, like, if y'all will be our, like, quote-unquote Sanford ambassadors and just, like, get people in here, he was, like, we'll help with y'all's membership. And I was, like, done deal. So I remember I went to Alex Woodard and Meg Lamnick, two of the, like, best community creators that I know. Um, shout out to them. And uh, we got them to come in and then, like, just seeing it grow. I feel like I've seen the atmosphere and community change, like, three or four times, um, which has been really awesome, seeing people come and go um, and just seeing how tight this community is. And then, like, I was a little worried when we moved, honestly, but watching that community, I think the community is the reason why it came over so yeah. so well. Um, so it's been really cool to see that. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's uh – I mean, that definitely resonates with me. I think um, that's a huge testament just to our members. Because um, we did. We moved, uh, what, 10, 15 minutes away? Like, yeah. it's really easy for not to go 10 to 15 minutes out of your way to go to a gym. Yeah. Like, it's not like, I mean, there's just like there's a supermarket on pretty much every corner. You yeah. Know, you're not going to go to the one that's furthest away. You're going to go to the one that's closest to you. But a lot of our members decided to move with us, and we're really grateful that they did. Um, yeah, that speaks volumes just about the people here in the community. Um, all right. Well, when did you go get your le level one? Uh, I think that was March of this year, or I might have gotten my certificate on March 1st. I can't remember. I want to say it might have. It was either in February or March. Okay. Where'd you go? It's CrossFit Mayhem to see my boy Rich Froning. So he used to be the background on my phone for a little while when oh I got a picture with him. That's too far. <laughs> That's too far. I was in it too, so it wasn't just him. It's still. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, that was uh, a huge blast going there. It was literally like sports camps for adults, I feel like, for a weekend. So. Yeah. Was he, did you see him there? Was Rich Yeah, there? they were, he wasn't like a part of the actual like seminar, right. um, but they were still working out. So I got to see him and Haley and Tasia and all them working out. Um, they, they tried to like base their schedule around us, uh, but I also think they tried to work out like when we were there because like they know, like it was funny, like the minute <clears throat> he, they were doing like a worm muscle up workout and the minute he got on the bar, like I looked around and there was 50 phones out videoing him <laughs> on the bar, which I was like, cool. But I was like, that's also kind of creepy that he can't, Send he you. can't do a movement without being filmed. <laughs> so Send yeah. you. where did, where did you get your L1? I got my L1 at CrossFit Independence or something like that in Orlando. Sounds Ooh. special. Okay. I went, it was Halloween of 2017 and I went by myself to Orlando and I went to um, Universal oh, and I didn't course. know that they did like Halloween Horror Nights and it's great like the park is like zoned off so when you just like walk in the street and you're in like the purge zone people can like chase you with taxes <laughs> and I was by myself <coughs> and I don't think I'll ever go back there but yeah went to Orlando wow okay <laughs> um, yeah uh, no, that's that's. Who were some of your staff instructors? Do you remember? Uh, I, I didn't have any like cool. Who knew that? 
Dang, I've s- literally seen them at like judging at the games. Yeah. Um, I feel like we talked about this right afterwards, and you're like, "Oh, she was mine," but I can't remember her Junior. name. Oh, she was mine. I think so. Yeah. And we also had Dang. What was her name? Uh, Fernando was like the dude. Oh, I had Nancy. Fern or whatever, and then, uh, I I'm sure her name will come back to me. I feel like it started with an L, but I can't <coughs> remember what her name was. Yeah. But I've had yeah. Where'd you go for yours? Uh, Lindsay, that was it. Lindsay something. Lindsay, I don't. Um, I've been to three. Really? Yeah. So the first one <coughs> I went to was eleven years ago now, um, and that one was in Atlanta, Georgia, and this was before. That was when it was still kind of like the wild, wild west. Like now you go and like everything is super polished. Oh like, yeah. You know they're That's like. Sure. I mean, they're <coughs> like to a T. Like, we have this lecture, this lecture, this lecture. We're going to end the day with a workout every day, all that. When I went, we did, like, five workouts every day. Like, it was brutal. That sounds we did, fun. It, it was, like, we did one workout. We did the squats, and we did Tabata air squats. And then we did, like, a double under and something else workout. And then we ended the day on Fran. And then the day after that, we did, like, a team workout. And I think we did Elizabeth. I can't remember. Um, it was, yeah, it was a lot. But... Who was it? Chuck Carswell was at my first one in Atlanta. He was the flow master with John Gilson, who owns, again, uh, Stronger Faster, I think, equipment. Or again, Faster. It's again, Faster. Out of Canada. Or he did. I don't know if he still owns it. And then um, Jenny Orr was there. Mm -hmm. And uh, I can't remember who else. Uh, My boss at the time was interning, Russell Berger. Uh, He was interning at the time. He was there. My second one was in North Carolina. That's when I had to retake it because they introduced the test. Uh-oh. So, like, when they brought the test back, everyone who hadn't done it, like, you could either go and just take the test, but we had some people at the gym who knew wanted to get their L1-2, so we just decided to go through all of it again. And that one was Spencer Hindle's dad. Uh-huh. Yeah, was there, and he is a man. He is <laughs> massive. His hand is like, you know, he played, uh, my, he played either – linebacker or tight end for Miami Dolphins mm-hmm. and his hands are like I mean just his forearms are just massive and his hand like would so he could like palm a wall ball yeah I mean it's crazy but he was there I can't remember who else was there on that one it, uh, Russell was there again he was actually the flow master at that time um, and then my third one was when I went I had to I let it lapse so then oh. I had to go get it again in order <coughs> for me to buy into so oh, okay. I went to that one last December uh, in uh, at Rogue, and that one was a lot of fun. Oh, I bet it was. was. Fun. Uh, Sheree Chan was there. Um, Mark, the guy, he's he owned like the first ever CrossFit affiliate, hmm. but I can't remember. He's been there for a long time. He was another one of the head guys there, and the others were kind of new. Yeah. So, yeah. Would you ever let them host an L1 weekend here? Oh, yeah, no, I'd love for them to host no one we can hear. But they have, like, specific requirements on it now. So I think to do any of their, you may know. Um, yeah, you have to have 6,000 square feet. And then, like, certain, you have to have, like, X number of rowers, X number of ad mats, X mm-hmm. number of whatever. Yeah, and I think it's also, like, I don't know if they do it where you have, it has to be, like, climate controlled. Um, oh, I know. Well. A lot of seminars, yeah, <laughs> that's not happening here. <laughs> I know a lot of seminars now do that that are outside of the CrossFit, so like a gymnastic seminar or Olympic, like they yeah. ask that it be climate controlled. But I also think they have, uh, like Mudtown here in Birmingham. Yeah, they do it. Mudtown. Doesn't have one, and they're yeah. smaller, but they're, I think they cap it at like 15 people. 
Like they're always real small. Groups. Oh, okay. So they yeah. Like send like two we had like 50 in ours. It was crazy. Yeah. Carrie Lane is getting her L1 at Mudtown. Like really? Next week or two weeks from now. Shout out, Carrie. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's cool all the people. I feel like we have a, a handful of people that have L1s. Sam has hers. Yeah. Same shout out to Sam. Let's just shout out everybody in this podcast. Uh, Colty has his. Really? Yep. Colty probably has his L4 and didn't tell anybody. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, Colty has his. Um, who, I mean, obviously all of us, AC, Ellie. Um, I'm trying to think if anyone else in here has an L1. I can't think of anyone. If you do, raise your hand head. and let yeah. us know. I'm sorry if I'm forgetting you. I don't, <laughs> I don't mean to. Um, but, yeah, what were some takeaways that you took? Like, obviously you had been in CrossFit for a while yeah. before you went and got your L1. So when you went and got it, what were some things that like really stood out to you that you kind of like resonated with you that you can remember that were impactful? Yeah, so that's when I really decided that I wanted to pursue fitness as a career. Uh, before that, I was like, I wouldn't say happy, but I was like content doing accounting at that time, um, and would have considered like continue to do that uh being one of those people like didn't enjoy going to work every day but did it for the money um but before that crossfit i just was like the guy that would do like three or four or five workouts a day super competitive um and then after getting my l1 like i really started to see fitness as like a lifestyle and like a way to like change and like enhance people's lives and not just people that like want to make it to the next level but like your grandmother or like a like five-year-old like i mean literally anybody um and just helping them to become like to understand what fitness means like in a healthy way because before that to me fitness meant like being the best in the gym like having the top time um or having the top score um which, like, for some people, that's fine if that's what fitness is to them. But uh, it really just changed my entire outlook on what fitness was, which is why I uh, really wanted to start coaching here. Um, and then also why when Sean approached me about doing that stuff with Masters Performance, like helping those that older population that's kind of neglected, um, I, like, jumped on board, like, immediately with that um, yeah. because it aligned perfectly with, with what I wanted to do with fitness. Right. And uh, what did uh, you have a cool story of like when you finished your L one, went back home, and what did you are like? What did you start doing? How did you start trying to incorporate the stuff that you learned at the L one just into like everyday life and like helping others and all that kind of stuff after you got back from the L one? Are you tra- are you talking about my parents? Yeah. Okay, good. I figured you were leading me somewhere. Um, yeah. So my uh, parents they were they weren't really like interested um, in CrossFit at all. Um, and I wouldn't have said they were like super unhealthy or anything like that. Like they would have been fine continuing the way they were. Um, they had been, they've been through like little kicks where they wanted to lose weight and, and stuff like that. And they got to the point where they would just go and like walk. Um, I mean, they got to the point where they were walking like seven to 10 miles a day. Like after work, they would just go on really long walks. Um, and after I got my L1, um, I started talking to them more about it, like, you know how like after you go to uh, like Christian camp or whatever you come back on that like spiritual high and that's all you talk about for the next month that's kind of how I was so I was like talking about kind of the concepts that I was learning and and stuff like that and I guess that sparked their interest a little and um, that's when like both of them kind of approached me and were like asking questions about it and I remember like telling them I was like well you've kind of probably plateaued with like 
the increase in performance slash fitness that you're going to do because you've walked 10 miles a day every day for the past two years i don't unless you change another variable you're not really going to see any more improvement um and so i started to um program workouts for them and coach them went over like the nutrition that we covered in uh the l1 like went over that with them so like now they have a lot healthier view of like eating and like eating in the right proportions and and selecting the food they eat um but yeah they've been doing that <clears throat> they started doing that i told them i was like wait till i get certified and then i will start doing all that for you so since march they've been doing that and i think they're both down like 30 pounds they both feel um <clears throat> i make a point to always ask them i was like i don't care what the scale says but i like i just want to know how you feel in your day-to-day life and they're both uh, able to um, just like go about their day-to-day life a lot easier and they've made comments about it. Um, and like I have a five-year-old and they're able to like play with him a lot better. So like um, that's been a joy is to be able to watch them play with my five-year-old as if they were back in their thirties. So yeah, that's yeah. cool. Um, so LOL, you still work out like five times yeah. a day. So <laughs> I want to get back to that. But. <laughs> It's okay. It's all right. It was a good sound bit. Yeah. It was. It was great. Uh, I was trying to give you a segue <laughs> so we could talk about the dangers of overworking out. No, we, we won't get into that. We've already done a podcast on that. Um, no, but okay, that's cool. So what about, do you have any takeaways from your L1s? Like, is there anything you remember from your L1s that you're like, wow. Yeah. The biggest, like, the biggest thing I learned, because I think it's going into like a certification like that, it's a little different for people like who, like my undergrad degree is in exercise science, so it's not like I'm learning new information. It's, it's all recycled information, but I really took away like how to communicate that information to people mm-hmm. who have never worked out before in their life. Cause surprisingly, like I was surprised at how many people were at the L1 who like had never done CrossFit before. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. Just randomly were like, I'm gonna go get a certification. Yeah, there's a um, couple people who had never done a yeah, CrossFit like, workout in mine. <laughs> So they did a great job of communicating it in like a very easy way to understand, which that's what I took away from it. Yeah. I think their progressions that they have, like when they run through, when they put, it's great. Like if you, anytime you've been doing something for a long time, I think you kind of get used to being like, oh, well, I know how to squat. I know how to press. I know how to deadlift. I know how to do all these things. And then they get you in a group of people, like 10 people, instructors in the center and they run you through like you know 15 20 minutes on just working on your air squat and they just like rip you apart and then they teach you how to teach it to other people and like that's the hands-on practical application stuff that like you can't get from a textbook like you can't figure out how to teach people that and how to break down movement and stuff from a book or from a course or from a class you have to go and like actually have someone do that and that was one of the biggest uh yeah that was always the biggest eye-opening thing for me um we should do that like once a month here. Like have all five coaches here and break people up into groups and go over movements like that. That was my, th- that's where I was going to also say like, that's where my like love of movement came from was like my L1 when I learned that my air squat was atrocious. Yeah. Were any of y'all the, the Nope, example? was never the guinea pig and oh, was I so was. thankful. I was. I went into it and I was like, well, at least I've worked out before so they won't pick me because Jane over there has never done an air squat in her life. Yeah. Wrong. They picked me, and I was in the middle, and they tore me apart, and it was sad. I, uh, <laughs> this is really funny. I used to do, uh, okay, 
I worked for another fitness company for a while, and one of their questions that they had us take on a test was like, if you're going to correct someone's movement in a group, what, which one of these things should you do? Mm-hmm. And it had like three things of like what not to do, and then <laughs> one answer of like, this is how you should approach it, right? Like, you know, fix them and not like point them out or whatever. Yeah. And one of the one of the things on there was like, you should not bring someone into the middle of the group and like have them be the person that everyone looks like as a bad example looks to as a bad example and i was like i've done that so many times (laughs) (laughs) i used to have like beginner courses where yeah you know you'd have 10 people who've never done crossfit before it's their first foundations class they come in and we're going over the air squat and i would put like two of them in the center of the circle one of them would have a really good air squat and the other one would have a really poor air squat and i'd be like all right y'all do a squat and they do a squat and i'd look at everyone i'd be like can y'all see the difference and they'd be like yeah I never thought about how that person Wow. Did that. So be sure to sign up for our foundations classes that we offer here at Laminin. I've gotten a lot more tactful since then. So. By that, um, he means he turned it over debatable. to me. No, that's true. That's true. Um, so, all right, that's cool. And then what about favorite, let's do some rapid fire questions oh, real quick. Okay. Favorite CrossFit movement? Uh... Probably a burpee, honestly. What? Yeah, sorry, I'm a weirdo. Okay, no, that's fine. You like burpees? I don't really care for the barbell that much. So anything to get, I would rather, I would rather sacrifice heart rate over muscle fatigue. Okay, gotcha. Um, Least favorite crossfit movement then? Uh, Probably right now uh, would be a power clean, honestly. Okay. Which is why you're doing them. Like Which is why, I, yeah, I have yeah. no power, so these hips don't lie. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, favorite CrossFit named workout, like benchmark workout? I honestly haven't done a ton of uh, benchmarks, so I would have to say Murph based off of that just because it's anything that's over 20 minutes is my wheelhouse, and it's, like, it's literally all cardio. I've also never done it on uh, – I've never partitioned it. You've already just done like a hundred. Yes, I've always gone on partitions. Yeah, I remember the first time. First time I ever did it was with Ellie, and she convinced me to do it in a weight vest, and I tore both my biceps. <laughs> so that was a lot of fun. Thanks, Ellie. Our coaches, <laughs> folks, right there. They're, they're a lot smarter now. Don't worry. Okay, I promise. Um, okay. That's good. Uh, favorite. What other questions do we have? You got any? Mm. What's your favorite unhealthy snack? This is like your favorite. I know. I, I don't love know. talking about food. <laughs> uh, it literally depends on the day. Ice cream is probably my go-to for that. What kind of ice cream? Uh, bluebell cookie dough. That's a that's a classic. It has to be bluebell. It has to be cookie dough. Bluebell or that. Yeah, I was so mad when they like recalled their cookie mm-hmm. dough for a while. I was pissed. Yeah. I accidentally found one. Like, in the back of the freezer at, like, a Winn-Dixie, and I was, like, risking it. I don't even care. Risking for the biscuit. <laughs> That's right. Uh, favorite, do you have a favorite, like, sitcom, comedy show? Oh, The Office. I watch it on repeat. There I've literally been through it, I think, like, 37 times, start to finish. Dude. Okay. But I, like, literally just play it in the background, like, while I'm, like, hanging up clothes. Like, I'll fall asleep to it every night, so. Yeah. But, yeah, I could probably, if there's ever an Office trivia, make sure I'm there. And apparently Colty. Colty loves The Office, too. Yeah. He tried to go to the office trivia at like Black Market one time, but the line was like wrapped around the block. Mm, gotcha. All right. Still never seen it. We got to do something about that. What your favorite sitcom? Uh, 
never seen one. Maybe New Girl. I hear good things. I've never seen it. It's funny. Yeah. yeah, I've seen the first couple of seasons, but you don't like it. It's not that I didn't like it. I just, I guess, it just lost my interest after like I think like four seasons in. I just didn't really like care for it. But I mean, from what I saw, I liked it. Yeah. What about? Um, oh, I had a good question and it just escaped me. Oh, okay. What test did we take before we did this podcast? Oh yeah, the uh, Harry, the Hogwarts house uh, quiz. Because all our coaches need to know what house they are so that we can better serve y'all as members. Team building. Yeah. <laughs> what house were you? Uh, Slytherin. Woohoo. Okay. Watch your back, folks. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Apparently, me and Ellie and AC are all Ravenclaws. Me and AC are the same person. I'm not sure about Ellie. <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> Has Ellie actually taken the test, or is she just assumed? I think Sean made her take it. Yeah. Does he, does he like Harry Potter? Mm-hmm. Oh he's my making her yes. watch the movies right now. <clears throat> I think he Shout put, out Sean. I think he included it in our wedding vows. <laughs> okay. Not really. That was all a right, joke. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Sean. I was there. I don't think that was. Um, <laughs> and then I was Gryffindor. Of course. Yeah. Um, always was, the good. Always <laughs> want to go for the, the good guy. That was rigged. You know when you like take the test and you're biased and you answer the questions based on what you want to be. Yeah. That's what. I did that for the first two questions, and then after that, <laughs> and then after that, I zoned out. After that, I was like, okay, I'll, I'll figure out how to answer these. But, and for some reason, the people that are working out right now are blaring country music. Ellie, let's go. I bet Nick's here. It's Nick. It might be. Kenny hey. Chesney, no shirt, no shoes, no problem, was just on. So, all right. Well, uh, let's think. Any, like, where do you see, what gives you the most, this is, a good question, and I think it's something for all of us. Like, what gives you the most fulfillment out of being a coach? Like, what I mean, you're passionate about movement, obviously, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But like, what do you really enjoy about being a coach? Um, I just really enjoy just seeing people like beat their own expectations because I feel like a lot of people. Um, like might walk in almost skeptical of themselves like I'll give it a try but I'm not going to be very good and then like watching am I allowed to name members names yeah like watching like Casey get his first um like kipping pull up was awesome or um like I remember I talked to Jared um probably like three weeks three weeks maybe a month because I did both of their that's also the cool part is like getting to do people's foundations classes and then like getting to continue to follow up with them I remember asking Jerry like how he's feeling a month in because those guys like I remember they asked me day one like how often should we be doing this stuff and I was like I give them the answer I give everybody's like don't do the like the typical like workout get really sore I'm gonna wait till I'm not sore come back seven days later I was like you'll work through that soreness so I was like I mean honestly like every day and they're like all right we'll just do all our foundation sessions back to back to back and then we'll start on Monday and I think they barely have missed a day since so um but I remember asking Jared how he was feeling and he was like I feel so much better just like day-to-day life like playing with my kids like whatever it is he's like I just feel so much better and like that's like I remember finding so much fulfillment in that, like knowing that like we as a staff and like Laminin as like an organization was helping people meet goals that they didn't even really know they had for themselves. Um, So whether it's just helping people to become fitter and healthier or move better um, and like increase their quality of life or whether that's helping like 
ask center grackle add another five pounds to their prs like whatever that looks like so yeah. just secretly trying to shout out everybody so yeah just covering all your bases <laughs> that's good that's good um all right well cool are you uh, doing the nutrition challenge i am have you cheated yet i have how many times um i think i've cheated like once a week what we're two weeks in uh i think i've cheated like twice uh, I'm mostly messed up by like missing a meal or something uh, like that just because my schedule's so hectic um, <clears throat> since I only get about three hours of sleep a night so um, only for a few more days <clears throat> I know then I'll get like five <laughs> I'm just kidding um, so yeah yeah cheating's not like the huge issue for me but I also know like I Ellie would encourage me to cheat because I'm very OCD about stuff like that like I'm the kind of person that like will take out two grains of rice if it's like barely over where it's supposed to be so i feel like it's healthy for me mentally to force myself to cheat yeah right let's go jake how's your nutrition challenge going my nutrition challenge is going great yeah smart how about yours um, becca have you cheated yeah. yeah one time me and caitlin went to cookie dough magic shout out caitlin <laughs> oh cookie dough magic that's good Delicious. jake's like oh i'm gonna cheat the one down, the one down <laughs> by avondale right yeah that one yeah so good get the cheesecake Oh, I don't know about that. I went and they had the, um, y'all remember the things? I think they were called snickerdoos or no, it's like dunker, dunker, dunkaroos, dunkaroos. Dunkaroos. Yeah, dunkaroos. dunkaroos. I had that one. Shout out that dunkaroos, not good. a sponsor. They had dunkaroos and last month their flavor of the month was Teddy Grahams. Oh, no, that would be good too. Yeah. That would be good too. We need to get some sponsors for the podcast. Those of y'all out there listening <laughs> right now, okay, we'll sponsor you. We'll do like a five minute clip. You'll get 30 listens a week. Okay, <laughs> 30 listens a week, all right? We can totally up your right? Um No, that's awesome. Uh, we should start, like, advertising stuff and be, like, not a sponsor in the hopes that they will sponsor. We need to tag these people. When you upload this on Instagram, you tag Cookie Dough Magic. Okay, I'll tag Cookie Dough but Magic. We have to say, right now, we have to say bite. Cookie Dough Magic, not a sponsor, right now, just for the sake But they're going to get a 10-second soundbite 30 minutes into the episode. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta find the clip where you're like, oh, okay. Oh, go to, magic. Oh, and then they're gonna be like, man. Go to people. 31 minutes to hear about cookie dough magic. <laughs> no. Perfect. Um, yeah, if y'all have any sponsor uh, opportunities out there, we're we're definitely we're available. Open. We're definitely available. Might have to turn a few down because yeah. getting pretty slammed over here, but demand is pretty high. <laughs> Uh, but all right, well, man, we're super happy to have you coming on. So I know the morning crew looking forward to it and, uh, I know you're going to do great and, um, yeah, just more exciting things coming for the lamb fam. So I don't have anything else unless you guys do No, anyone else you want to shout out to, to make sure you get all your shout outs in. Uh, Rich Froning. Oh my God. Okay. All right. Wait, who are y'all's favorite crossfitters? favorite i mean mine is mine is rich yeah without doubt like he's the goat hands down yeah jamie green shout out mine's I, rich and cole sager i'm cole. cole sager's a solid dude he is a solid dude i think okay but hang on you got to give a guy and a girl so you gave a guy rich or cole and then what about like female we practice equality here <laughs> all right well that means becca has to give a guy and you have She's to give going a girl to. I'm, i know i am um I'm trying to think. I don't want to just name like a top girl and seem like a band. Like, actually, Sarah's always been like my favorite. I've always like wanted her to win and do really well. Uh, so I'll just go with Sarah. Sarah Sigmund's daughter. Yeah. Yep. Patrick Vellner. Pat. 
Oh, Patty. Yep. Like the I feel like a lot of people thing. really like him. I mean, he's kind of a, yeah, I mean, he's just a, I, he's just a guy. I think you, he's authentic. You just like so want to like him. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Uh, my girl, actually mine is like Kara Saunders. Ew. I'm sorry. I just not because like, sorry, Kara. No, I'm just saying, I think she has a ton of freaking potential and like, she's someone that I would love to see on top of the podium. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, why not? Yeah. Let's get into this. <laughs> Okay, you know, at the end of Redeemed and Dominant, <laughs> the documentary from 2017, whenever Tia beat Kara by two points, and Kara says, I just know that if I ever win it, I'm going to win it outright and not by two points. Like, well, back up, homie, because you didn't win it, okay? So don't take anything away. Oh, I'm getting fired up. We got okay. it. We got all right. it. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. So, okay. Anyway. Make sure you tag all these people, please. Yeah. <laughs> our, our tags on Instagram are going to be massive. <laughs> 50 CrossFit Games athletes tag. Um, so, with Cookie Dough Magic yeah. running there. Um, all right. Well, Land Fam, we're out. You guys make sure um, if you haven't met Austin already or introduced yourself to him, make sure you go up talk to him. Uh, morning crew, yeah. Look forward to seeing him starting on Monday. And, uh, guys, let's have a great end of the week. And, yeah, keep getting after it. Sweet. Roll Tide. Bye, Pam. Ooh, Roll Tide. That's a good one. War Eagle.